Good morning, Uni Hill Church. It is January 1, 2023. I hope that you had a wonderful New Year's Eve last night. You know, whenever I think of New Year's Eve, I think of the fireworks. So I thought that we'd start 2023 with a Uni Hill Church explosion, just like fireworks uh, of our own. Now, maybe you've never heard of this uh, before, but we're going to be going with the famous Mentos and Diet Coke explosion. And I have a very special guest to come in with me. Uh, my, my Lila is here. <laughs> She's with us. And what we've got over here is we have a bottle of Coke. Now, before we put the lollies in, I want to try and explain to our community because uh, the context of where we are and hopefully this little explosion uh, will all uh, be able to come together as we come around God's Word. But effectively, Lila has a bunch of little Mentos and these Mentos, when they go into the Coke, uh, simply put, uh, cause carbon dioxide to form rapidly and as lots of carbon dioxide forms, uh, it creates a foam and we should get an explosion. But the key, Lila, is we want to line them up because you want to try and get as many as possible into that bottle of Coke as quickly as you can. So okay. let's try and get them organized and then see whether or not you can slide them on in. Okay. All right. So, so the disclaimer is that you're not allowed to do this without mum and dad with you, Uni Hill kids that are watching. Make sure that mum and dad are aware. But we're going to go. We're going to try this. Oh. Go for it, Lila. Yeah. So you've got to get them in. Right. Just got to pour them in. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Ready? Are we ready? No, no, no. No, we'll put this down. All right, we're away. Oh, my phone! That was, that was an explosion that happened with maybe three Mentos. And now I have a really sticky phone. And now number four. But Lila, thank you. That was fun. I appreciate you. Daddy's going to now try and preach with a phone uh, that is a little bit sticky. Um, but you can go and stand over there with Pastor Geordie. Thank you for helping. That is my Lila. Now, as I organise my phone a little bit, uh, I love doing things like that. Uh, more than that, I love fermented foods. I love olives. I love seeing them be fermented. I'm in a real phase of enjoying kombucha. I don't know if there's kombucha fans out there. You either think it tastes like vinegar or you think it tastes phenomenal. I'm in that group of people because I love the fact that it's a healthy option for a drink. But what's happening when you make kombucha is I haven't tried to make it at home yet because the same concept that you saw with the Diet Coke and the Mentos can actually happen with kombucha. See, what happens there is as, um, and, I, and I got a little bit of information off the internet to make sure uh, that I get it right, there's a bacteria in there, and, and obviously as you put in yeast, yeast begins to eat the sugar, and then the byproduct of the sugar like this is carbon dioxide. So those bottles of kombucha that you make at home, they can actually explode because as it produces uh, carbon dioxide as it ferments, 
What then happens is there's more and more pressure built within the vessel, within the bottle, that can explode. And that's why on them you get one-way taps uh, in order to let that additional gas out. And you know that that's a concept uh, that Jesus actually talks about in the Bible. We're in the Yarra Valley. Uh, we're standing in front of a beautiful field. It's actually a vine yard. There's grapes everywhere. Uh, we're near wineries in the beautiful Yarra Valley and Jesus actually talks about wineskins in the same concept and we're going to lean into that. Uh, what would happen is they would take grapes, they would crush them, uh, they would put them into an animal skin, often a goat skin and then as the grape juice turns into wine, carbon dioxide is formed and the, and the actual skin, the wine skin would stretch holding in the gas as the grape juice turned into wine. Now it would stretch, it would grow, it would mold and change shape. And then Jesus talks about, which we'll lean into, that you can't take new wine that's unfermented and put it into an old wine skin because that old wine skin is already stretched so that when the new wine begins to produce carbon dioxide, that wine skin's already at a place where it's so stretched that it'll split you'll lose your wine, all your hard work, you'll lose the wine skin, and that's not a great thing. Uh, what Jesus is saying there, which we're going to lean into when we think about January 1, 2023, uh, we are going to lean into this fact that the new and the old don't work together. You need to take on the new with the new in order that things work out well. So if you want to turn in your Bibles uh, to Matthew chapter 2. Uh, today. Now I'll set up the context. What's happened is Jesus has gone and he's, he's asked Matthew to come and be his disciple and there's a big party uh, and, and Matthew's invited all of his business friends to come around and those uh, that the Jewish people, those that hang around with Jesus would consider them to be sinners. And now what was happening at the time is uh, within uh, Judaism uh, they were fasting. If you were really religious and you were really passionate about God you'd fast on a Monday. Monday and a Thursday. You would fast twice a week. Now the law actually said you didn't need to do that. You only needed to fast once a year but those that were passionate were fasting more. So these guys they come and they ask Jesus a question. They say how come John's disciples are fasting and the Pharisees disciples are fasting but Jesus your disciples they get to eat. And I think that I'm glad I'm Jesus' disciple because they did get to eat and Jesus gives them an answer uh, which he says to them, uh, when you're with the bridegroom, when they're with me, that's a time for joy uh, and not for fasting. So they don't have to fast right now. But there'll be a time when I won't be with them and then they'll have to fast. Because what they were saying is uh, often um, uh, Jews and Pharisees and rabbis, they would say that at a wedding, joy uh, is more important than mourning. So at a wedding, you don't feast. Uh, uh, sorry, you do feast. You don't fast. So then what was happening is Jesus is saying, while I'm with them, there's joy, uh, but I won't be with them forever and that season will come. So we pick up that story in Mark chapter 2. We're going to read from verse 18. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. Some people came and asked Jesus, how is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? Jesus answered, 
How can the guests of a bridegroom fast while he is with them? Sorry about all the wind if you're hearing that. They cannot so long as they have him with them. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them and on that day they will fast. Verse 21. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth onto an old garment. Otherwise the new piece will pull away at the old, making the tear worse. Otherwise, and then it says, And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise the wineskin will, uh, will burst the skin, and both the wine and the wineskin will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wine skin. Now there's a very interesting analogy that Jesus makes. When they ask him, he, he talks about the fact that while I'm with them, it's not the season. But then he gives them two examples where he's setting up the old and the new can't work together. He first says you don't take a new piece of garment and sew it onto an old dress. That old dress may have been washed, it may have been shrunk, it may have been faded. So then sewing on the new patch, if you were to wash it, it may shrink and make the tear worse. Then he talks about the wineskin. And what he's saying there is the same thing. You don't take uh, new wine and put it in an old wineskin because it will cause the tear with the carbon dioxide, with the bottle of Coke behind me that you've seen, and make matters worse. It's very interesting at that moment that Jesus is referring to that the old and the new can't work together. Now at that time, when you think about it, they, Jesus is actually talking deeper than just the superficial level. What he's saying to them is, is I, when Jesus came, he came to uh, fulfill the law and all the requirements of the law. And now the law was not about religion anymore, but about relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ. And what he was really saying is the old and the new can't work together. Your old religious ways of thinking, your old uh, mindsets won't work in what I am about to do. The new and the old won't work. Your rigid way of thinking won't work with what I'm about to do. Jesus was saying in that season, you need to take on a new wine skin. Because the gospel of Jesus Christ, that when you come into a relationship with Jesus and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, it's alive and it's living and it will grow you and it will change you and it will mold you. And if you have an old wineskin, when God goes to grow you and challenge you and build your life, you won't be able to handle what God is doing unless you let go of the old and take on the new. So I began to think, well, what are some of the old wineskins that we may have in our lives? It could be a worldview. It could be an attitude. It could be something in your world that uh, you, you have a habit that's been formed, uh, a religious thing that's been formed, or an attitude that God is actually saying, in order for me to outwork this in your life, you need to change that and you need to take on something new. You know, it could be materialism. Hey, God is saying, hey, stop putting, you know, your opinion and your value in that area. God wants to do something special with your life and change your focus. It could be the way you're arguing. You know, I'm always right. And maybe the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, we want you to, we want you to stop with the opinion and, and the way you're looking at life. Let go of that and let the Holy Spirit grow you and change you. It's to take on a new wineskin. 
says this in Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. It says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good and pleasing and perfect will. That's a new wineskin. To be transformed by the renewing of your mind as you come into a relationship with God. You let go of those old mindsets, those old habits, those old things. Because what Jesus has really said is when you mix the new with the old, things get worse. And that's not what I believe for our lives in 2023. You know, is there something that the Holy Spirit is saying to you, you've got to let go of? You've got to let go on and you've got to take on a new spirit. Uh, You've got to take on a new level of submission, uh, a new level of desire to let me outwork myself in your life. So for me this year, I think, Lord, it starts with my mindset. So I want a new wineskin when it comes to my mindset. Uh, I want to forget, uh, Lord God, and I remember the past, but I don't want to stay there, Father, but I want to renew my mind and become more like you, Jesus. So what is the new wineskin that you need to take on? But what is the old wineskin that you need to let go of? I pray that as we start 2023, that we come in with a spirit that is God, grow me, shape me, Fill me, change me so that I can be more like Jesus. I can grow and be sanctified and and, and grow closer to you, Jesus, and your perfect will for my life. So I don't want to let anything of the past hold me back. You know, what's interesting is that Jesus was showing them that there is different wineskins that we need to take on. Jesus is at a party with people that they would call sinners rather than fasting. You see, Jesus was saying, when it comes to the new wineskin of relationship with me, the focus need not be on religion, but rather on reaching people who are lost because it's all about Jesus. So I pray that our church, we take on a new wineskin in 2023. God bless you and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you that this is a fresh start. And Lord, I pray that this year, anything, Lord God, that we need to let go of, help us to let go of because we take on a new wineskin so that your living word as it's poured into our lives and Holy Spirit as you move through our lives help us to be able to be grown and shaped by you and you alone help us to grow as you want us to grow this year we thank you Lord we bless your name in Jesus name Amen Amen. if you do not know what it is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ I'd love for you to get in contact with me Uh, my name's Charles And you can email the church that I go to, Unihill Church, at info at unihillchurch.com.au. And if you want to have a conversation about Jesus Christ, one of our team will get in contact with you. But we love you. Go and enjoy your summer. Go and enjoy your time with your family. And we'll see you very soon.